Today's show is brought to you by StoryWorth. For $20 off, visit storyworth.com slash brain candy when you subscribe. Started singing. <laughs> Go ahead. Hello, friends. Welcome on Target to the Brain Candy Podcast. It's the best kind of podcast because it's my kind of podcast and it's your kind of podcast and it's our kind of podcast. So it's time for the podcast. So let's try the podcast right now. Mm. Gets better every time. I was in my head trying to think could I cut, somehow make it into a Christmassy theme? And it <laughs> didn't work. No, it didn't. But it was in my head. Really there were good. jingle bells. There were like, ting, 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 you know, like the, <laughs> right. the sleigh bells. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Just so, like, put that over in your mind. Welcome to the show, everybody. This is episode uh, one eighty one. It's a palindrome. I like that. That means it's read the same forwards and backwards, yeah. like race car. Mm-hmm. That was a song on that show, Square One, when I was little. Oh, you love that. I love that. <laughs> go forward and go backward. If the number reads the same, then it's a palindrome. Cool. See, learning is fun. It, it is. It's fundamental. I really wish that we did had more of the Schoolhouse Rock videos. I don't. What? I don't like cartoons. <sighs> okay, why don't you like cartoons? I like real people. Well, I know, but you can like both. Yeah. Would would I think Schoolhouse it's a masculine Rock be better, thing. Be, better? What do you mean? Um, Not liking cartoons? No, liking them. Like The Simpsons, Family Guy. Most Their primary audience is men. Really? Futurama, all those bit, Bob's Burgers. It's not an, a female audience. That's funny because I love them and my right. husband hates them. Well, well that I makes mean... Sense. Yeah. Yeah. As you know, your Instagram lately of you like putting up Christmas lights and like oh my drilling god, things. don't get me started on those fucking Christmas lights, Sarah. That's I'm, no way to treat the Yuletide. I'm sorry, Linda and Susie. <laughs> you don't like Christmas no, all of a sudden? I love Christmas. It is my favorite thing, and decorating is like so important to me. That's why the Christmas lights became such an issue because. We are in, oh my God, you're going to hear my whole complaint right now. Okay. So we're in this weird, bizarre, I know, right? But we won't. Okay. We'll just go into it. Okay. Uh, We are in this bizarre time where we are switching over from incandescent bulbs to LED bulbs. So half of the Christmas lights available are incandescent and the other half are LED. White incandescent bulbs glow differently than LED bulbs. So what? There's like a yellowy glow for the incandescent ones. They're much brighter. And there's like a bluish glow and this weird buzzing. I just don't like LED lights. But with the incandescent ones, you can only plug three strands into each other before they go kaput. Oh. And with the LED ones, you can plug 74 together. <laughs> this is so boring. I know. It's so boring. But <laughs> I ended up going back to the store five times to return lights. Mm-hmm. And then I ordered them online. They were all wrong. I just want to know why you were the one on the ladder. Because, oh... I, there was one moment where a, a cord was a little bit out of my reach and Landon was holding the ladder for me. So I was like, hey, Landon, can you like reach that cord up there? He took three steps up that ladder and I was like, oh God, get down, get Why? down. I, I just don't think he knows how to like 
safely position his body against the side of a wall in a way that will make it the ladder sturdiest. And he, do you think he likes that you put them up? Oh, absolutely. He does not want to do that. He was totally ready to outsource And he it. doesn't care if the neighbors see. That I'm putting them up? Yeah. No, but it's funny you mention that because as I'm putting them up, our next door neighbor, she's a little, maybe she's like seven or eight year old girl, comes out and they're a Russian family and very traditional in mother's mm-hmm. role and father's role because mm-hmm. she was like, what's happening here? What is this? <laughs> right. And she goes, isn't that supposed to be boy work? And Landon was like, well, actually, sometimes girls, da, 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 da. This is the little girl who every time sees us asks why we don't have any babies and like wants to know, so you guys are married? And I said, yes, but you don't have any babies? No, no babies. And then she's, Landon somehow brought up that I was in school and she goes, wait a sec. You can't be married if you're in school. Like, why is she still in school? Hmm. And then had to explain She's that very can, opinionated uh-huh. for not knowing a lot. <laughs> right. Really opinionated. That's typically how it works, though. Yeah. The less they know, the more opinions And Lana was having a full-blown conversation with her. Meanwhile, I'm like, yo, buddy. <laughs> Give me the core. I'm 16 feet up here on a ladder. And don't hold the ladder from the inside. I've, you have to hold it from the back. A lot of men would, would, don't want to put up the lights, but would not want the neighbors to see their wife doing it. Oh, then ha- as we were putting up the wi- the lights, our neighbor came over. One of the other neighbors comes comes over. This um, middle aged woman, and she says, "Hi, I'm sorry to interrupt." And at first, I go, "Oh no, that she's going to say something. It's going to be like mm-hmm. we forgot to take the trash cans in. Landon's driving too fast. She <laughs> smells pot. It's going to be something like I that." Love how you come up with a list that quick. That, oh, in my head, I had she a million. I was like, this lighting theme doesn't go with the rest of the lights <laughs> in the neighborhood. A million things it could be. And all she did was come over to say, I'd like to thank you for the nice work you do decorating your house. Okay. That's weird. Yeah. And then basically said, but don't go crazy like the neighbors down the street because nobody wants that shit. And she said, it's fine to go look at it, but not on our street. <laughs> it's fine to go look yeah. at it. Yeah. Really? I think she was getting at that. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm just happy my house isn't burnt down, so everything's fine. Hey, that's a way to look at the silver lining. Yeah. Why would your house... Oh. <laughs> because all of California, I, it's I like burning I didn't know the context. Household. I was yeah. like, well, that's an odd and specific thing to be right. thankful for. Well, that's what I'm thinking. Like You're Christmas right. lights, don't yeah. you... Th- if, if three strands connected can be fire hazard... Yeah. And we're all putting up lights in the middle of the most dangerous fire season ever. Yeah. Stay safe out there. I know. If you don't water your tree, that thing is a... Uh, Big fire hazard. Oh, yeah. You haven't watered it. No, tree. I watered it this morning. <laughs> okay. But I was thinking it was, was looking Was she dry. real thirsty? No, there was still two inches, but oh, she's still looking she's thirsty. Dead. So eventually they stopped taking on water. I think that may have happened. It's like RIP tree. But that it's just only means the... they'll drop the needles. That happens sometimes. Oh, fucking A. What did you I don't do know wrong? how long they were on the lot. You don't know. Unless you cut it down yourself. I didn't. I definitely didn't. I'm real sad because it's only the freaking, like, it's not, we're only halfway through the month. Wow. Oh, no. It's okay. You just have to clean up the needles. Okay. Um, I saw this video about, I was actually, the video was Atlantic, but the person in the video was Derek Thompson, who wrote one of my favorite books, Hitmakers. So good. And he was talking about why is everyone so bad at buying Christmas presents? Oh, are we? 
just well, seventy billion presents are returned. So <gasps> I'm going to say yes. More terrible. Sorry, seventy billion dollars in <sighs> presents are returned. Whoa! And it was interesting because he was like, "Here's how to buy better gifts," and I'm like, "This is helpful." Please, please tell everybody this is okay. fantastic. And what good timing! So apparently, people as gift buyers, we are really into the moment the present is opened. Mm-hmm. And wanting to create delight mm-hmm. in the receiver. Mm-hmm. So we wanted them to be like, oh my God, I love it. And have a big reaction. Yes. But the big reactions don't usually go with the things that you would use the most. Mm-hmm. Like cash, for example. Or, you know, something practical mm-hmm. for your, you know, house. But that you would actually use every day. Right, so, Omaha steaks. True, that's of course, right. people may go. Oh my god, this true. is so much meat. Yeah, but, there, there are. There's usually a disconnect between yeah. what causes that reaction and what we would actually would be a practical gift. Yes. So the goal of you as the buyer is to think of like how to bridge that gap and find something that you don't either just let go of the idea that when they open it, they mm-hmm. should have a big reaction mm-hmm. or. Just work within those boundaries of like finding a middle ground there. You know what my middle ground for you was going to be now that I think about this? I mean, I got you something different so I can say this. <clears throat> Fancy containers for organizing the stuff inside your pantry. Mm. Organization, yeah. you enjoy it, but yeah. also like... <gasps> I would, I react no matter what people give me, so yeah. I'm a pretty good receiver Yeah, in that you're way. a great receiver, which is why it's so fun to give you gifts. But I would also love that. I, I know. Yeah. Maybe some people really don't like practical gifts gifts when they open them, but I do. I love, in fact, I, there was a big time in my life until I was able to, you know, take care of the practical stuff on my own where I was like, please God, only get me practical things, yeah, you know? Right. Cause it feels like I was that person who, if somebody got me something that wasn't practical and I had a laundry list of things that I needed to take care of, like cell phone bills and whatever, yeah. I would ha- be for, almost in my mind forced to return whatever it was and get something practical or get the cash and then right. use it to pay a bill or something like that. I hated doing that. But. Well, that's the thing is that he was talking about how economists try to measure waste with regard to gifts. And they guess that about 30% of gifts are waste, whether it's like the person that made the the sweater that you're never going to wear mm-hmm. or the time that you spent picking it out and that's a waste mm-hmm. or the time it takes me to return it, that's all waste. Oh. And the only way to not have any waste is to give cash because the value is the same from me to you. Yeah. There's no change. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that, you know, that's a very impersonal. Yeah. So, but they talked about how if you buy something from somebody's Amazon wish list, mm-hmm. that that receiver considers that a more thoughtful gift than if they had tried to think of something on their own. Oh, absolutely. I totally... But they didn't even think of and it. And I so also never even thought to put things on my Amazon wish list. You should. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, that's cool. Mm-hmm. So that's a good tip. Do and you have an Amazon wish yeah, list? Yeah, I do. Oh, well, heck. I, I just to... have a few books on it, though. Like, yeah. it's not oh, cool. a big deal. Some people have really big ones. Yeah. A great gift that I recommend is something we have both used. It's called StoryWorth. Yeah. And it's... My mom's still using it. Such a lovely idea. Here's the gist. This company decided to allow your, whether it's your parents or your grandparents 
somebody who you're close to, but you might not know everything about their life, this allows them to create their story with emailed story prompts. So they'll say like, what was it like in high school? And then they get to answer it. And then at the end of the year, the stories get bound in a beautiful hardcover book. And so then you can read the story of your mom or what it was like for your uncle or somebody that you care about. And it's a great way to connect with family and stay in touch and allow them to tell stories that they otherwise probably never would. And you can upload photos by email. And some people, you can do it verbally via a, a recording service as well if they're not somebody that's online. That's a lot of perfect. older folks on our, on our online. So if you want to give this service a try, which I think is a really nice gift for somebody that's hard to buy for mm-hmm. too, it's um, you go to storyworth.com slash brain candy and you get $20 off when you subscribe. So you get a, a deal there as well. Um, that's storyworth.com slash brain candy and that's $20 off. So there you go. I think that's a nice gift idea. But that's something that's meaningful and... I really like you know. this new trend in gifts to <laughs> give something that is not ta- like a tangible, you know, or, or like an item, you know, like the um, the DNA things yes. where you find out yeah. your... You know where you came from and all that. Yeah, and I agree. Experiences, right? Because people um, don't have a yeah, and they we don't have as much space as we used to. Right, especially millennials. They don't have. Oftentimes, they have small apartments, etc. They don't want more stuff. Yes, I was thinking about that when plant and getting gifts this year because I have you know relatives who live in New York, and it's just like a much smaller space than, yeah. you know, wherever else. And yeah. Yeah. So there we go. Yeah. That's a good tip. I was looking at a list in good housekeeping of the, the worst gifts to give people. What? Do you know what tops their list at number one? And even though I would be like, oh, I'm kind of into it, but what? I guess it's exercise gear. Mm. Yeah. I mean, like, I but you, you're the right person. Gear? Well, I don't know. It says like, uh, do you mean clothes or? Uh, no, I think maybe it's like uh, I don't know, anything to exercise with, which I think would be great if the person was really into exercising. But if you were like, hey, Sarah, here's this, <laughs> you know, jump rope, get to it. I'd be like, what the heck? Right. Yeah. Number two makes way more sense because it's pets. Yes. I was, I was no joke, walking through Petco and it was right after I had taken a picture of the harmonica and sent to you like, hey, I'm getting a link to this. And you're like, don't worry, he already has three. Uh, <laughs> I was in Petco and I was like, she would really hate me if I got a hamster. <laughs> Are you kidding me? That I would never even make it through the door. I know. I would basically like, and then I, I in, in, cause I had a full conversation with you about this in my head and I ended up with a hamster. <laughs> oh my God. Our friendship would be over. I know. What else? What else is uh, on the Number list? three is romance novels. Huh? Yeah. Who's doing this? I, I don't know, but I think that if the the, the person is right, why not? Number four is anything <laughs> yeah. regifted. Yeah, I guess I don't mind. I don't mind either. Like and if there you are certain got things something... like, oh, do you have you seen the SNL skit? The can't we all give the candle? <laughs> no, it's so funny. So it's the song about how like women our age 
all get and give the candle. Like it's the one, one candle, candle that's been world. passed around. I it's love like, getting we candles. We all give the candle, <laughs> and you get the candle, <laughs> and I get the candle. It's that's so funny. funny, but it was really great because I received a candle, and. Somebody else will be receiving that same Why? candle. Because I have a lot of candles, and sometimes it's like not the smell for me, or I have two of the same one. That's happened before. I can't even wrap my brain around this. There's never, there's no such thing. I, I, you know what I think it is? Is we do a lot of um, hosting, and people often come over with hosting gifts. So I end up with a lot of candles, do you which I light love. Them? I, do, do I what? Light them? Yes. Oh, I do. <laughs> yes. Do you burn them? Yeah. And I then said like, don't they and I was like, yes, then well. get used and you need more? Yeah, but it takes a long time to go through the nice candles. Hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, work dress know. is number five on the list. You mean work clothes? Like, like a work dress. Just Why does it say it dress? Just says, it just says. <laughs> it must mean clothes. It must mean that. Like yeah. dresses and clothing. Number six is one of my favorites. It says a calendar for a year that already happened calendar for who would do that right but there was a year where my mother gave me two calendars one of kittens and one of golf <laughs> i've never swung a golf why club would in my she life, do that and i'm a dog person why? so that was a ridiculous one i i'm baffled by this well story. and number nine i mean to skip a little more down the list is cash so it's the opposite of what Derek Thompson says. Well, I can see the problem. Yeah. I mean, he acknowledges the problem that it poses, but shows what the benefit is. And the other ones on the list are things like wrinkle cream, cleaning supplies, which I did once I gave my friend a whole pack of cleaning supplies. And I was like, you moved into a new apartment, but really I'm like, yo, bitch, you need to clean. Ah, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I'm going to remember this. I mean, it was real cute. It was like cute stuff, but and I told her I can come over to her house and help her use it too. Oh, jeez. Yeah, you're the worst. Why is that the worst? You just are. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's hilarious. I know. It's like good oh, that you've made peace with it. I know. Um, okay, let me see what I want to talk about. Are you one of those people who would give a donation to somebody <clears throat> as a gift? Uh, yeah. No. I mean, I thought about saying that we should do that this year, me and you. Yeah. Instead of like all the trouble. <laughs> but then it looks, it sounds me? like I'm a little late on it. <laughs> I, I could still do it. You could still do it. I'd be fine with that. But I, it's kind of nice if you both do it. Though. <laughs> Otherwise, I'll just be opening presents and be like, I gave it to the zoo or whatever. <laughs> Why? Why do you ask me that? About well, because that was on the list. Things that you shouldn't get somebody. If you but agree I, I did get somebody time. that for Christmas. Like I got my aunt and uncle. Yeah, but um, they're they they don't need anything. Yeah, and they and they like have it all. And they it was like one of those cute feed products where they give you a little tote bag with it, which I love. Yeah, and then I got him a goat. Oh yeah, you know to have for international. Yes, yeah, I, I love, love them. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. me too. Yeah, I mean like that. You, I gotta play it by ear, I guess. But my favorite gift to give anybody: scratchers. Back scratchers? No, lottery ones. But that's <laughs> hilarious that you said back scratchers. What Why is? are you calling them scratchers? Because that's what you call scr- I've never heard it. Scratchers? A lottery ticket, but never heard of scr- What do you do with a lottery ticket? I mean, I'm familiar with it. Don't say it like that. That was- I think maybe that's a West Coast thing. Oh. Because that's like what we call them. It's on the commercials. Get out of here. Yes. I mean, no. That is fascinating. I mean, yes, that's true. No, I will not get out of here. But 
Honestly, I've never heard of. I thought you. Were, I, I would love have it you if ever someone got me a back for, scratcher or a lot right, of right. Yeah, but I've never gotten what? into it because I. Don't, yeah, I don't. I'm win. just like fingers crossed that, that I gave them the big one. That makes sense. And then they're gonna like. Everything that you give has like this weird, like personal <laughs> story attached. Like you're giving cleaning products because you hate their dirt. <laughs> <laughs> so weird. Well, your Christmas present is selfless. Okay, so I'll I'll be the judge of that. Yeah, scratchers. <laughs> what if I got Susie like throat lozenges? And <laughs> you're like, just take good care. <laughs> take good care, Sus. That is a hoot. Oh, that's so funny. But I don't think a lot of people are giving these gifts that you're listing. Yeah, they're you definitely I mean? not. Uh, like a scale, fertility charm, clip-on hair extensions. Fertility charm? Yeah, I don't even know. Well, actually, I do know what that is. My mother gave me that for my bridal shower. She gave you the gift. The? So we know the answer. Who is doing this? It's my mother. <laughs> Maybe it's mothers. It is mothers. Oh, you no, know what's except romance novels. I a, hope they're not gifting those. A great gift is um, Birchbox. Great, which is a beauty supply, uh, or I should say, beauty subscription service. And it's I somebody I know got one for their grandma, and I thought that was such a great idea because mm-hmm. their grandma really loves beauty products, but like. Oh, and they're not up on the latest yeah. thing. They, they're not looking through. Yeah, that's a great one. And we partnered with them, and they're giving 20% off of all gift subscriptions for a limited time through Christmas Day. So you have to hurry on this. And it's- It's a killer deal. I got it for my sister's Yeah, mom. what was in your box? Oh, I'm wearing the eyeliner right now by Cynthia Raleigh, I think her name is. Mm-hmm. Um, it lasts all day. That's it's so the great. best eyeliner I've ever used. I'm a huge fan. They have monthly subscriptions and the box comes with different things for each person. So it's not like you, you get trial new, new things. So give them a try. Go to birchbox.com slash brain candy and enter our code brain candy for that deal. 20% off all gift subscriptions through Christmas. Comes an adorable little box too. I like this. That. Those kinds of gifts are good though, because, oh, didn't you say you got one for your niece? Is that yeah. what you said? Yeah. Well, sister-in-law, oh, but she's younger, so it seems she like She listens. Yeah. Oopsie. Yeah. Surprise. Yeah, surprise. Well, the th- good thing is, is that there was an email because it lets you know, it like lets you tell the person that they have something on their way. So um, on the 17th, she's getting a thing that says, hey, okay, it's so on her way. She, she knows. And I'm going to okay. see her in a few days, so she's fine. Yeah, it's nice. Shout out to Bella. For, for women or men who enjoy beauty products. Yeah. Um, okay. Anyway, we did not intend for this to be a Christmas themed episode. I know. It just ends up like turning into that when we, you know, when we start talking about like me on uh, the ladder and everything. I have to tell you, oh my God, this is so funny, Suze. So I was up really late the other night watching infomercials and, you know, <laughs> like you do. And this commercial came on for this product called Vino Pop. Have you heard of this? Mm-mm. So what it is, I, I was like, oh my God, I have to talk to Susie about this because I know there's just a million funny things about this. And please, can we put the, we have to put a clip of it in the newsletter because it's so ridiculous, this ad. So it's this wine opener that is basically like, you know, the motion that you'd use with a shake weight? Yeah. Are you familiar? The also the motion, motion. you use with a penis. <laughs> this yeah. is the same motion you'd use with the Vino Pop. To go up, down, up, down, and then it pops right off. Okay. Which I'm for, like easy open wine bottles. But the only people they feature in the entire ad are women. Mm-hmm. And one old man. 
No. Uh-huh. And then, but there was one scene that was my favorite towards the end where they're like, the Vino Pop keeps any party going, da-da-da. And in this clip, and, you know, maybe people, like, aren't really paying attention to the whole setup and the context of everything, but these women are popping bottles and... All of their wine glasses are full. So I'm like, oh, dang, okay. <laughs> That's the one part of the commercial I can get down with. What <laughs> is the invention? It is a wine opener. But is it... To make it so you don't have to twist, you don't have to pull. Is They're it like doing a cap that. you put it it is on a, the bottle? A, it looks like a needle that goes right oh. into it. And when you pump up it down, it injects it with air. So the air pushes the cork out and it just pops it right up. But you definitely have to make the up-down jerking off motion. <laughs> and the commercial is hilarious. Do you think that the, the men, they knew that like men would not go for that? I, that's got to be it. And they wanted to get like women. Yes, is it supposed to be sexual? I don't think so. You're kidding. But it if is... If it wasn't, they would have had men in it. Well... I think. I, I think it... I don't know what is going on, but it is... It says opening wine should be easy. Oh, my God. Just and like your women. Just look at the people they have featured on their website okay, already. Come on. Yeah. Easy as push, push, That looks pop. like a Meister family reunion right there. It really does. <laughs> No more tugging and struggling. And oh, I love my God. They <gasps> use the word. They use the It sounds like it's a fake. This is too much. But it's real. See, I told you this was hilarious. I knew this was going to be hilarious. That is I was so like, great. this, I was cracking up. And it, I was like, is this a joke? <laughs> what am I? Is this Saturday Did you want to buy it? No. Kind of. Susie's eating a banana for all of you right now who are like going, what the heck happened? Susie chose the food that makes the most noise in your mouth when you eat it. Minus chips. I was starting to feel sick. I text oh, no. Adam and I'm like, can you please bring Sus- me a banana? I don't know why. I just was feeling I'm like- triggered and she's... But I thought you were going to comment on how funny it is that it's I- phallic. Oh, that was my next <laughs> comment. Like, which do I? what joke do I make first? I just needed a couple bites because I was feeling sick. I was going to have you demonstrate what the Vino Pop <laughs> does on the banana that you're holding. <laughs> don't let me stop you. You need to eat because I, I don't want you to die. I just needed a couple bites. I'm sorry. Oh my God. I'm all worked up over this Vino Pop and... <laughs> That's so funny. I'm going to buy one for you. What? It says never break a cork again. I mean, I do like that, that, you know. I'm not convinced, though. That's the thing. And it's, oh my gosh, it says, Vino Pop has a stainless steel and polycarbonated guard and a pin in the middle that prevents you or anyone else from stabbing yourself. Wait, who's doing that? I guess that could happen because the pin, look like it looks, it's a big needle that goes through it. It looks scary. And it is. Stop. <laughs> So dumb. But you get an organizing pouch with it, so uh, they're not our sponsors. That's just just so you know. No, but they should, <laughs> they should be. If Vino Pop would like to sponsor us. Oh, that's funny. Good oh, times. Yeah. The things you see at, at the uh How about there was this guy who he's a writer and he decided to um pretend that his backyard shed was a restaurant. Did you read about it? No. And he wait. What do you mean? He wanted to see if like he could create enough buzz on yeah. from you know how on Yelp or yes. In this case, he used TripAdvisor and he put his shed. <laughs> it's listed on, at the fifty fourth most exciting place. I think he even place called and, it the shed. Oh, which, because that makes yeah, that's like the a trend. new gastro pub. Yeah, and then he took pictures of food but it really wasn't it was and then he put like 
there was like shaving cream and different things that he used instead of real food. And he created these pretend dishes. Oh my gosh. That look really like something you'd get at a great restaurant. And? And then he started writing reviews and whatever. And people started calling and trying to make reservations. Okay. It was like all the hottest restaurant. It became like the hottest restaurant in his that town. That sounds like, uh, um, <laughs> once again, an SNL skit. You know when Stefan comes out and goes, the hottest, <laughs> the hottest thing in town is Gnomes the shed. With- <laughs> right, right, right. They right. have styrofoam food <laughs> and everybody wears animal pelts. <laughs> but then in the end, and the article didn't sort of clarify what they meant, but he opened it for one night as a real like an order Domino's. An event. Yeah. I don't know what they served or what happened, but. These food, you know, and then that kind of makes me think first, if he can do it and give the, make the rave reviews and everything, what other restaurants that I'm going to that are, you know, five-star Yelp restaurants are, mm-hmm. are padded and cushioned by the employees and the owner? Yeah. I mean, I've gone to a lot of places and been like, how do they have good reviews? I went to an Anthony Bourdain acclaimed, like one of those parts unknown thing in Russia. It was yeah. the worst meal I ever had in my entire life. Wow. It's it like, if I ever run into Anthony Bourdain, I will tell him about this. Wow. It, they had foie gras ice cream, which sounds fantastic, but it's disgusting. No, it doesn't sound fantastic. Foie it's gras. liver, like goose liver ice cream. That's weird. So weird. So no flavor. The worst. See, that's why I go to Mickey D's. Yeah. Consistency. By consistency. the way, you know how I talk about McDonald's accidentally all yeah. the time? Yeah, yeah. Well, how about... Yeah. I knew that my grandfather and grandmother went to McDonald's every morning for coffee and breakfast. Yeah. And it was sort of like a running joke how much they loved McDonald's. So yeah. I guess it's from the jeans. But he would always joke... Larger jeans, if you know what I mean. hi <laughs> He would always joke about how... He wanted to get, uh, I think it, he said he wanted to have his funeral or get buried under the golden arches. And I don't know why he would always say that, but it was just to say that he loved McDonald's. And my brother reminded me the other day that at my grandfather's funeral, they put golden arches over his body. Oh, <laughs> to my honor God. his wish. You know your white trash when. <laughs> That's right? great and hilarious. And I said, how did I forget And you just this? blocked that. And just the fact that I'm constantly crowing about McDonald's, it's clearly this it's in there. weird family connection. And I, I don't have a picture of this because, you know, it's weird to take pictures right, of funerals. Funeral. But I wish I did. You just have your brother's memory. Right. Yeah. They taped it up. Like I think oh it was like a gosh. small little golden I, arch. How did they make it? I think it was like, like construction prop? paper. Or something. That's so <laughs> like cardboard. They reinforced it. Can you believe? Yes. Why? Because you've met my family. Yep. <laughs> That's it. Because they would all do stuff. Like I can see your family going through with something like being like, "Well, he said, what he, said. <laughs> he wants." We live or by just, exact words yep, over yep, here, right? Yeah. So it's in my it's <sighs> in my blood. Well, I almost stopped at McDonald's this morning because I was really hungry. And forgot my freaking entire purse, like wallet section, like forgot it. Cause I was buying Christmas presents online last night. Why did you stop on the way here? Well, I didn't, I was just really hungry. And I was like, oh, I should get something to eat. And then I looked through my dash like thing and I was like, you have like 79 cents. What can you do? I know McDonald's. And I was like, ugh, you're not going to like anything. Just keep driving. Wow. Yeah. I keep 
20 bucks in my car because <gasps> it's very important. It's called mad money and you need it. And yeah. I should be listening. To, I should, I should have done you that. Probably, you, next time you have your wallet, <laughs> I'm going to do that. Do I'm it. just going to go to the ATM and get some money just to hide in my car somewhere <laughs> so I can afford more than just the dollar menu at McDonald's. Or just, you know, for more gas, whatever. Yeah, I had even had to look. I'm like, I got 102 miles left to go home. We'll oh make it. Oh my God. I'll give you a 20 and you can keep it in your car. Um, yeah. So that was my Mickey D story. But that was, that story about the shed does give me pause about like ratings on yeah restaurants and stuff. You don't know. And it's one person and one person experience is one person's experience because, you know, mm-hmm. we had a bad day. True. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. What else do you want to talk about? Hmm. Oh, well, <clears throat> Okay. Oh. Okay. There are a few things. Okay. Would you like to know about, or would you <laughs> like to talk about, uh, something you can add in your online profile that will increase your likelihood of dates, mm-hmm. or would oh. you like to talk about a new feature on a car that... I'll go with the dates thing. Okay. Okay. So there's a word that, I guess, in a new study came out that looked at um, the profiles of daters and their success online. And one word stood out amongst others as... For women and men? I think... Oh, you know what? That's a good question. But I think women and men. Okay. I didn't get the specifics on that. And I'll put this article in the in the newsletter. But um, it will double your likelihood of getting a date. Okay. Do you, have you heard this? Do you know no, what the word is? I don't think I do. Do you have any guesses? It's the last... Oh my God, you're never going to guess. Really? Should I give you a, a category? Because this okay. is just a word. Really? Yeah. What is it? The category is food. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh my God. This is so fun. Um, donut. No, but that you're go in line with trendy food. Oh. Things that people love. What is it? I need to donut know. Donut is such a good guess though. Guacamole. Get out of here. That is made up. No, it's not. It's Come real. On. What does it say? I love guacamole. That's it. Just said. I mean, it was a very brief. I'll put. Or as my mom know. says, guacamole. Really? She just genuinely does not say it. What? <laughs> You're like really? Every time she orders it, I'm like, please stop. Please stop ordering it. Just oh my god! And they're like, we're not even going to charge you a dollar extra. You can have guacamole for free. <laughs> Why would this be? What's their theory? Okay, so it was a study done by this dating site called called Zeusk, and they analyzed 3,733 dating profiles and 364 million first messages to find out how the mentioning of food affects users' dating lives. Oh my God, it's so funny. And it says that the answer, guacamole, like having uh, mentioning guacamole somewhere in their messages increased... uh, Wait, in their messages or their bio? Or their profile. I think it's in their profile. Increased the results of a message getting received by 144%. That's insane. And you know the second most popular one? The second most effective one was potatoes. I don't understand. It says they were the next most effective food item with 101% increased, followed by chocolate with 100%. So this is about food then? Yeah. Well, I mean, it said what? That is shocking. Yeah, it just said... How it would how it would uh, affect their life, or how it would affect their chances of uh, of you know getting a, a another date or whatever. Dang. So maybe if you say in your 
in your listing, mm-hmm. I love potato chips and guacamole. Uh-huh. And for dessert, I like chocolate. <laughs> Somebody's You're getting laid. You're getting laid. Well, I'll tell you what. If you are single, though, you should try single swag. And you know what? You can have a bowl of guacamole with your single swag. <laughs> it's a subscription service for designed for women that are single, but we love it and we're married, so mm-hmm. we don't even think that limits you. And it's packed full of full-size beauty stuff, books, jewelry, accessories, socks, fun stuff that comes to your door. Food sometimes, come to think yep. of it. Yep. And um, it's just so fun to open up oh, and see what's snacks. in there each month. And they offered our listeners the best deal that they have going. It is the best offer. It's 20% off. You can't get it with anybody else. And it's with code BRAINCANDY if you go to singleswag.com. So we want you guys to try it. Single or not, we don't care. And then if you don't want to be single, put guacamole in your bio because apparently that's the secret. Yeah. And you can go on all kinds of dates and wear your new jewelry and makeup. Mm Mm-hmm. See? See how what I did there? Yeah. Oh I, just, I should be a life coach. Perfect. <laughs> That's wacky tobacco. There was a fantastic article in the New York. It's actually not an article. It's a short story. Yeah. Called Cat Person. Oh, okay. Go on. And I cannot tell you how good this piece was. You should read it. Cat Person. Cat Person. Oh, excuse me. No, hiccup. excuse me. Um, and it was about a woman in college and she was asked out by a guy and it describes their interactions and I don't want to give too much away because it you want to be along with it as it unfolds but oh I like that even more it's so true the writer really has a knack for describing what a lot of women experience which is this um feeling of when you're in an interaction and something happens and you think, oh, I didn't like that, but then you like, there's a lot of self doubt. Yeah. About, like, you ruminate on the. And you'll think, like, wait, but he probably didn't mean it like that. Or, you know, you, yeah. you're always, there's a lot of truth in what this, how this writer creates the relationship and how this hookup goes and also explores the idea of when you have sex, but you really don't want to. Ugh. But it's not like. Right. A, uh, oh my god! It's crime been there a or anything, million times. But where you're like, I'm kind of in too deep, but I, yeah. I'm repulsed right now. Yeah. And what? How? How you go through those games in your head of like <sighs> yep. trying to trick yourself into being into it? Yep. And all that. Oh my gosh! Have you yes. not experienced? that? I absolutely have. And I'm I, going back in my mind to those experiences as you're saying them. And you think you're like I didn't realize how universal this was. Yeah. Because I've been that in that many times where I'm like, I'll just go through with whatever because it's easier than Mm -hmm. trying to navigate how to get out of this. And you do kind of just try to justify it in your head and go, well, okay, this and well, okay, we did do this. and Well, so like like, if you go back to his house, for example, but then you get there and it's gross mm, or he's suddenly you think he's gross mm, for whatever reason, but you've already sort of laid the groundwork for we're going to do this. And like, what do you do? And I found it so fascinating. And I kept hearing people on Twitter talk about it. And I'm like, I'm not reading that because it just didn't appeal to me. You know what? Have you ever had an experience where you changed your mind? And then followed through and left? And and didn't do it? Like followed through? Yeah, I have. But it's hard to do. I I don't even know if I have, Like, which is really fucked up now that I think about it. You've always just gone. I mean, there's, there's, I can think of one 
I can think of one time where there was somebody that I was with and I was like, no, I'm just like, let's just have dinner. And we're just like, you know, and like made out for a bit. And then I was like, I, and I think he even was like, I didn't even spend the night there because yeah, damn. And it was as an adult. It was the it, right before Lana and I got back together and got married. And it was like a, I knew what I wanted, and I knew that I was more than just yeah, you know. And I like if I want it to be something, we need to, you know, develop the relationship or whatever. Yeah. And he was just looking for tail. He was super hot. I totally should have, but whatever. <laughs> You're the opposite. You regret not doing <laughs> I know. it. But I, I was really impressed with damn. the way that this piece captured the inner life of a woman's yeah. uh, thoughts mm-hmm. or at least my experiences and how ugh, that's hard to do because you didn't even, I didn't even know this was something other people dealt with. I think this is a big thing that we're realizing through this yeah. whole hashtag me too yeah. thing is going, Oh, everybody's is, dealing with this all day, every day. And we didn't day, even talk day? about it. Like, Oh my God. We just watched Landon and I just watched, um, she was so cute and so good. Uh, this new stand-up with, oh my God, she's so funny. She was a correspondent for The Daily Show. She's got red hair and a really high-pitched, squeaky voice, really curly. She almost looks like a female carrot top. Mm-hmm. But she did a whole monologue, like a whole bit in there about having your period. Mm-hmm. And when she was done, Landon goes, and I'm cracking up. I'm laughing so hard because nobody ever talks about this stuff. And it was done in a way that was, Landon goes, does that really happen? And I was like, yes. Mm-hmm. And then I just realized you don't even know that this happens. Yeah. It was so, I think it was something about how much blood is lost. And, and one guy, like she makes some, like she talks about it like, okay, so imagine you have this friend, Paul, and Paul gets his arm ripped off. And then for the next week, Paul's arm is just bleeding and you're just, put, you know, or whatever it is. And she said that there were these males in the like audience who were people who came up afterwards who were like, okay, but did you like, that's going a little far to use like ripping your arm off. Couldn't you have used a nosebleed? And she goes, oh, how cute. You think it's just like a nosebleed. <laughs> I was like dying laughing. Like, but they oh, just don't know. Honey, you think it's just a little bit like that? Yeah. You're wrong. <laughs> right. And Lana was like, holy fuck, is this shit for real? Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my God. We don't, we're in that moment. I had an awareness that we're not even as females, as part of the group that is experiencing that, we're not even aware of how insane the stuff that we, you know, just our body goes through is and how yeah. the other half of the world or other half of the population is totally clueless. Yeah. Well, and I was describing this piece to Adam and he was like, well, I think that happens to men too, where they're like, you know, in a position where they decide they're not mm-hmm. attracted to that person anymore and they don't, whatever. I'm like, yeah, and then but they don't, don't do have, but they're not big and scary. Yeah. The girl isn't right. big and scary. So they don't have to worry about, oh, will she be offended and will she hurt me? Right. We are we're always navigating like, but this is a threat. Yes. If I then say, pump the brakes, I'm not interested anymore. Right. We always have to like tiptoe around it. They don't have to do that. There's another level of thinking that our brain does. Uh, It's almost like a keeping us safe, like this safety check that we're always doing that recently I've had discussions about with girlfriends and even, you know, enlighten some guys on. And all of this is stuff that is 
it's so normal for us that we didn't even think of it as. Yeah. I mean, I look at everything as like a weapon. Right. Like, how can I use this? Like, you know. Right. I wish I didn't. Right. I'm not a violent person, for goodness sake. Adam asked me if he could put this pipe in my car, like this, like, (laughs) crowbar type thing. And I'm like, why? And he was like, you know, for... And I was like, no. <laughs> but, you know, I get it because yeah. you think, well, you never know when you might need. Yeah. <laughs> Did I show you on guy. here about the scissors that I had in my car? Yes. Yeah, that's right. exactly it. And I was like, I can totally stab somebody with these. Right. It's horrible. But I'm going to put the cat person um, short story in the newsletter yeah. as well because it's essential reading. And yeah. it's not that long and it's really good and the writing is exquisite. So, Did you catch the... Uh, uh, person of the year time person of the year article on, i didn't read the article no it well it that one it does take time because it's it's there's so many people i mean it's it's a really great article it i'm so happy that they gave person of the year to what they call them the silence breakers so yeah. it's like all the women and and men who were involved and i thought they did a really good job of giving credit to um Oh man, what is her name? It her name is I'm gonna find it. Um, she was the first person to coin the term hashtag Me Too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Burke, Tam- Tarana, Tarana, Tarana Burke, mm-hmm. something like that. And I just really like that this article gave her the credit because it was like 2006 yeah. when she came out with that. Right. And then they also had. Um, uh, she's a woman of color. And yes. It's often women of color that sort of start things and then nobody pays attention until, in this case, like Ronan Farrow is getting all this credit for covering the Weinstein thing, but it was two female New York Times writers who <sighs> were the ones that uncovered it and he's getting all the... So sometimes it feels like that with women of color yeah. and women in general too. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And you know who I was really surprised to see in here that I didn't even know the whole story. Terry Crews. Yeah. That I mean, this is a guy. You you look at him, and he's huge mm-hmm. and like so yeah. buff. And people's reactions were, "Why didn't you just punch the guy in the face?" And that to me was so interesting mm-hmm. that the male and female reaction to him is, "Well, why don't you just defend yourself and punch yourself in the, or punch you know." punch him in the face mm-hmm. and we're even harsh on the male victims but it's like he made a point to say why are we why on earth are you at telling me i should punch him in the face why don't we focus on hey rapey mcraperson shouldn't be touching me yeah right and it really took me reading it from a male mm-hmm. to go oh yeah that's fucked up mm-hmm it's another one of those things that even on this side and even being an advocate the way that I am, I'm still, it's still normalized that much too. I noticed after you know? my salon article came out, which was essentially like a me too, but about yes. the reality oh. experience that, um, several producers from, uh, our shows unfollowed me on social media. 
I just want you to know I see you. Mm-hmm. And that's all I need to see because it's kind of silencing. Of course, that you oh. that you don't want to hear my truth. Yeah. There's nothing that I said in that article nothing. that, number one, they could say is not true, mm-hmm. or number two, that they don't know about already. Right. And yet it offends them that yeah. I'm sort of blowing the whistle on how things go on set. And it makes me kind of, a, well, not kind of, it makes me very upset because there a lot of them are female who you would think would want to Yes, it's not be, just men. It was no. actually one of them was a female. Yeah, who'd want to be, who who would, if you care that, that much about the integrity of the show and you care about, you know, the show you're working on, wouldn't you want to be part of a product project that, you know, did the right thing and, and yeah. didn't allow that to happen? And instead of just, like, sweeping under the rug and blocking people and pretending like, or, you know, unfollowing people and pretending like you don't see it, doesn't mean that it's not there. Right. You know. Right. That's the thing. It's like, are you trying to punish me? Yeah. Because I don't get it. Mm-mm. So, and and they <sighs> know that I have told a very tame yes, version. Yes, I was just going to say that. Yeah, there's a lot you could. Yeah. a lot Sorry. of stories that are far more damning because I don't want to have to deal with mm-hmm. what comes with that for me personally. Mm-hmm. And so for them to act like I'm telling exposés is like, you don't even, what are you talking about? Right. Uh, it's a right. joke. Yeah, that's why they don't ever say anything. That's why, you know. They don't ever say anything. And yeah. some the guy from Reality Blurred sent me a private message and he was like, hey, did MTV ever write you or say anything about your 2014 article? And I said, no. And he goes, I bet they'll say something about this one. And I said, no, uh, they won't. They won't. Because even addressing it is... Taking us, you know. Yeah, the last thing they want to do is to shine a light on what they see as like a very limited audience that I'm getting through the readership when they have a huge audience, but in comparison. And so I was, I thought it was funny that he said that. I'm like, oh, child, you don't know. They won't say a word. Yeah. But I'm really interested to hear what happens with uh, these new rumors coming out about there being some sort of. All sorts of weirdness. that happened when a girl was on medication and drinking. On Are You The One? On, was it on Are yeah. You The One? Oh. It was during Are You The One, I think. I, I'm confused yeah, about the story. Yeah, me so too. We're it was on the set of some, one of out. the shows, but we're not sure which one. Yeah. But yeah, it doesn't, I mean, doesn't, doesn't surprise me at, surprise at all. all. Yeah. I'm, actually, Tim... Tim was texting me and saying, I'm surprised there aren't more people coming forward because you know we oh, don't know yes. everything. We don't. There's a lot we don't know. Oof. But anyway, I mean, it's a downer, but it's important. So yeah, it's good to talk about. Yeah. Well, and I was just, you know, it, <clears throat> Trump was number two in the person of the year. So happy girls win this time. Yeah. Sort of a weird juxtaposition Women. of number one and number two on that list. But. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <sighs> But anyway, oh. don't forget to uh, leave us a review. We love those on iTunes. And, so much. Um, don't forget to subscribe and tell a friend. We appreciate it. Susie, I'm going to leave you with one little piece of trivia for you today. Okay. Because you love the Golden Arches so much. Tell me. McDonald's has launched a BLT Big Mac. No. But don't get too excited. It's only available in Australia. Oh, teaser. Oh, no. You know what? <laughs> That's all right. Maybe it'll make its way over. All right, people. Till next time. Bye. Oh, and Merry Christmas. Oh, yeah. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Happy holidays.